Santa Monica, California, circa 1999. Oh, man, I'm so glad I got to be in that chairman of the board movie that Jim Carrey passed over. Man, I'm going to invent a whole bunch of stuff, more props for my act. I sure hope more success comes my way. Garrett! Jeez, what the hell? Who the hell are you? I'm you. What? That certainly explains the whole, you know, looking just like me. Great hair, by the way. I am the opposite of you. Oh, man, then you must be miserable and poor and untalented and broke. No, quite the contrary. I came here to thank you. Thank me for what? For all my success. Success? You're the opposite of me. Right. I'm basically George Carlin. Oh, man, George Carlin. I always wanted to be George Carlin, but, you know, nobody ever said that I couldn't be George Carlin because, you know, uh, they they had such terrible things to say that I was awful and stuff, but I didn't believe them because, you know, they must have been lying or just jealous of my talent. All of that isn't true. And you know it. Oh. But, I'm... Still, how is your life different than mine? I mean, you must have, like, you know, uh, you must, if you're the opposite of me, you must be just lonely and miserable and, and constantly tearing yourself apart. Okay, I've been here for two minutes and I'm already annoyed. Well, I know, but by me, how can you be annoyed by me? I'm America's sweetheart. Oh, uh, I have to get out of here. Wait, no, come back out. Man, I really have to think things over. If the opposite of me is talented and well-regarded and successful, I need to take some steps and, and do something. Maybe I'll get a ton of plastic surgery and start pumping iron. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Ten years later. Aw, oh, man, that didn't work either. You know when I pick up a movie, that's when I'm Ladies and germs, welcome to another edition of What Were They Thinking? Yes, welcome. Welcome, one and all. What is your name, good sir? No, my name is Nathan, not Carrot Top. Oh, that's good. That's that's a relief. (laughs) I would have quit the show. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be right to do so. Well, thank you. uh, My name is Brendan. And we are the co-hosts, of course, of this this, po- this here podcast. So I don't normally do this, but, uh, you know, if you're just tuning in for the first time, just to let all you uh, new listeners know, this is a podcast where we talk about a bad to at least questionable movie, and we break it down so you don't ever have to watch it. We're doing it for you, folks. We're doing this for you. This is a real grenade we've uh, put our bodies on for you guys. <laughs> Uh, we couldn't do it alone, though, Nathan. No, because there is a slightly tentative connection to extreme sports, so... 
Ladies and gentlemen, our extreme sports expert, PhD, Jerrica. Thank you for having me. Although I'm also kind of mad at you for making me watch this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, to be fair... The the morbid curiosity I had from this for this movie stems from something which I'll play a little later in the show. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's just hear it now. <laughs> the morbid curiosity I had in this movie uh, stems from a little uh, interview that, of course, may has made the rounds on the interwebs. Uh, this is a. A brief, uh, a brief thing here with Courtney Thorne Smith of Melrose Place is in this movie. Now let me just say, we're we're talking about chairman of the board, of course. Courtney Thorne Smith leaves Melrose Place, and her first movie she does a movie with <laughs> Carrot Top. So let's listen to a little bit of Courtney Thorne Smith on the uh, on Conan's show. Uh, Norm Macdonald stayed on because he was the first guest. Do you have a scene where you and, and you, you and him embrace? Yeah, lots of making out. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Nothing but making out. All right. It's like nine and a half weeks, but carrot top. <laughs> we were doing. Wow! I gotta check out that movie. Is it called Nine and a Half Seconds? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like premature ejaculator. <laughs> Really? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? If it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. She's in it. What about my career? Courtney Thorne Smith, the girl sitting to your left, is in the movie. I'm going to go see it for Else away. No, I love this girl. I would see any movie with this girl in. She's a beautiful lady and, and a talented, nice talk show guest. Okay. There's this movie coming out. Yes. Title undetermined at this point. Chairman of the board. Oh. All right. Do something with that, you freak. <laughs> I, I bet the board is spelled B-O-R-E-D. I I saw that when it happened. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's how old I am. <laughs> Cuz I had only heard about it sometime after cuz it, it's it was one of those, you know, check this out on YouTube type clips. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I got to see this movie. <laughs> well, I don't want to watch it alone and I don't want to watch it for no purpose, so I'll just make it an episode. <laughs> so, you're welcome? Yeah. I don't think I said thanks. Oh, I thought Jerrica started by saying thank you for giving me this movie to watch. Oh, well, maybe she Okay, I, I, I misheard you. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but yes, Chairman of the Board, 1998, peak Carrot Top, guys. <laughs> I was honestly shocked when I found out it was 1998. I thought it was like 1992. <laughs> well, right? Get ready to be shocked even more. This felt like it should have been like a, a peak Ernest or Pee Wee Herman movie. Were you be? Was that a true fact at the beginning that Jim Carrey turned this down? Yes. Oh, I did I was, not know I was that. Oh yeah, no, I saw that too. 
Yeah, I was talking about it with somebody um, more commiserating or, you know, feeling bad about myself for having watched this. And I was just expressing that grief and regret. And uh, they were like, oh, you know, that wasn't even supposed to be his movie. Wow. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Who was it supposed to be? And they had thought it was... um, they didn't. It wasn't Jim Carrey. They thought it was supposed to be like, uh, like a Pee Wee Herman or something like that. But they couldn't do it, or they were, you know, li- living in shame because if they got caught <laughs> masturbating in an adult movie theater. I thought you were gonna say it was. It was. Uh, uh, it was gonna be Gallagher. <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be Gallagher, and then it was gonna be Joel Hodgson, and then <laughs> just just prop comic after prop comic. Um, well, here's something that's gonna. I think Jerica may have already looked this up. I don't know if you did, uh, Nathan, but this might blow our listeners' minds. So this movie cost $10 million to make. Oof. Okay. Nathan, do you know what it made at the box office? A million? <laughs> wow. <laughs> or as Norm MacDonald put it, box office poison. Oh, yeah. This was a bomb. Well, it's funny because when you had said that we were doing this, I immediately thought, I thought we didn't do direct-to-video movies <laughs> except for, like, very special occasions. Right. And then I come to find out, wow, they put this in theaters. <laughs> well, guys, we should spend approximately 45 minutes talking about how this movie opens. <laughs> The birth of Carrot Top. Oh my god. And apparently even his mother's uh, uterus and womb filled with props and inventions. It... I was not okay while I watched this. (laughs) (laughs) With the giant ginger wig on. (laughs) This was the worst opening I think I've ever seen in a movie. Pun intended. (laughs) Uh, well, Carrot Top's name in this movie is, of course, Edison. Ha 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 ha. And, yes, he is doing scientific experiments in his mother's uterus. (laughs) (laughs) And gets launched out like a fucking cannon through a wall. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, what do you think Carrot Top got paid for this movie? (laughs) Too much. <laughs> I I don't know where the ten million went. I feel like he took like nine of it, <laughs> and then the million was just spent on like the bad special effects of every time they showed the exterior of the factory with like the weird oh my god colors and thing. smoke and. <laughs> well, after he launches out of his mother's vagina. He says, we get a voiceover saying, I always wanted to be an inventor. Smash cut to surfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, get a lot of surf. You know, this movie is a, a great 90s comedy because there's a dog on a surfboard. There's a swearing grandma. It's got every element you need. Zany inventions and pastel colors everywhere. Yep. And we start out with Edison. Uh, I guess he's a serial killer. 
he's got a shark mailbox that keeps that tried to take the hand off his postman which uh, that seems like a pretty inefficient mailbox yeah also he is programmed to like women's arms to like Mm. wake him up in the morning pervy alarm clock when i first saw that and before we knew it was an alarm clock i was genuinely horrified i was like they're trying to convince me that not one but two women have slept with this man <laughs> He's still a virgin. I was I was horrified. I hate the way this movie tried to make him seem like he was like a sex symbol or something. Yeah, well, yeah, there's another thing in a, in a little bit that does that like even even worse. Um but not only that, but we see that he has a dead cat in his freezer. Yep. He's a serial killer. <laughs> Um, so basically he's getting evicted by an old lady with, uh, one of those, like, you know, voice boxes, because that's hilarious. It's Estelle Harris! Yeah. Man, the, the cast. The supporting, the supporting cast. cast. in this yeah. movie. I don't, I mean, it's, it's one of those perfect storms of, man, this looks like it would be really good. Mm. But it's not. Until you see who the star is. I just, yeah. I didn't get why they had her speaking with that thing because Estelle Harris doesn't need it like cancer is hilarious I just yeah it didn't add anything there was never like a bit about it nope I guarantee you it was literally because Carrot Top said that would be funny (laughs) you know someone suffering from esophageal cancer (laughs) yeah let's play it for laughs I think they were uh they were trying to take off some of the humor that South Park was generating at the time with Ned Jablonski Oh yeah, <laughs> that's it's right. It's coming right for us. They're like, if we do it too, but not be as clever, it'll be just as good, right? <laughs> yeah. So him and his uh his dumb his two dumb friends. One of them looks. One of them I wrote down looks like a Bobo Zach Ward. Yes. <laughs> and the other guy is just like you know the token black guy. I had to. I actually looked up the. Uh... The Zach Ward looking dude because he sounded like I'd seen him in something like I, his his voice I recognized okay but his face not so much but nope nothing I thought you were gonna say and he was the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> no it wasn't Tom Kenny <laughs> that would be a great twist but he sure did sound like him didn't he <laughs> just like SpongeBob no like Tom Kenny oh I don't know did he uh, he did oh okay. I just said that randomly. I didn't even know. I didn't know what. I don't think I know what Tom Kenny's real voice sounds like. But we do. Uh, so they they are basically being threatened to be evicted. Uh, him and his two dummies because you know Here's they're what not... I don't get. They're <laughs> getting evicted because they well <laughs> about this whole thing. Oh, okay. They're getting evicted because they haven't paid their rent. Right. Meanwhile, they have a big boy statue in their living room, mm-hmm. which could be sold for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to collectors, <laughs> not to mention the other myriad of things that they could sell off to pay their rent. <laughs> yeah. You do it's... understand that they're idiots, right? Yes. <laughs> I do wonder though, um, they have like a wheel about who pays the rent. So what happens oh. if you spin that and the same person gets it like four week, four months in a row? <laughs> sucks to be you bud that's a terrible that's a terrible setup 
Yeah, it's, it's rather probably, than just splitting everything three ways. Yeah, it's probably Carrot Top's like six months in a row. That's probably why he didn't pay it. <laughs> he should have invented a better wheel then that doesn't pick him ever. Um, Swearing Grandma, hilarious. Uh, Carrot Top is basically at this point like, guys, I spent the money on my wacky inventions. Sorry, LOL. I'm going to go to Gadget City and pitch all my best inventions and we're going to make so much money. But one of the inventions he tries oh. to pawn off is that anti-brain freeze one. Oh, yeah. I thought we'd get to talk about the anatomically correct fanny pack. That farts? <laughs> that farts. Why does it have to fart? Because it's anatomically correct. It's anatomically correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it doesn't have to be biologically correct. <laughs> and there's well, also... you know, if you're going to go to the trouble to put an anus in it, why wouldn't you go ahead and put the rest of the functioning stuff in? He also has a ketchup helper. Oh. <laughs> which just squirts out ketchup and well no uh, did you see it? it 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 hit the top of the of the back of the ketchup for the glass bottle yeah but it was yeah <laughs> and there was just get a plastic <laughs> one i think that's kind of well they weren't really i think they might have been maybe at that time but 98 so, Jerrica is right then. This movie was made in 1992. Got it. Yeah, there's a possibility that it was just shelved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, because in that interview, I mean, I didn't play the clip the clip of that part, but Courtney Thorne-Smith, she's not even, like, promoting the movie. She just kind of offhand mentions that she did it. Like, she's definitely not proud of being in that movie. <laughs> oh, so she wasn't making the rounds or anything, no. No, because <laughs> even Conan was like, so, it's it's not out yet? And she's like, no, it's already out. <laughs> So, it was an afterthought. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they go to... He goes to Gadget City where we see uh, Taylor Negron. Rice Q is in this thing. Yeah. What is he from? From Star Trek. Okay, I think I know him from, like... Isn't he the villain in, like, The Last Boy Scout? He is. Yeah, he was in The Last Boy Scout as well. Yeah. So, um, Taylor Negron is like the only sensible person in this movie, I think. Cause he like reacts to Carrot Top as all of us would react to Carrot Top. <laughs> like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> you're not gadget city material. Yeah. Oh, well, so he's... how does, how does Carrot Top respond to not being carrots, uh, gadget city material? Well, he shows him his bug zapper invention with killer bees. <sighs> I was I was looking for a cameo from B. Brian Blair or Jumpin' Jim Brunzel. <laughs> wow, you went deep on that wrestling reference. Well, you know what? Get it out of the way if you're gonna go big. Go, go home, go big, or go home. I fucked that up. All right, let's uh, keep something going. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, killer bees. Uh, Taylor Negron <laughs> runs out of the room, and I'm assuming he was killed. So. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Carrot Top is a serial killer. <laughs> right. <laughs> He doesn't do it with his hands. He just releases killer bees. He just keeps showing people his inventions. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. I didn't think it was going to kill you. Whoopsies. Well, I mean, the next person he meets also dies. So there might be something to this theory. <gasps> oh, my God. Are you saying he poisoned his carrot juice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Carrot Top is a murderer. After he fails at uh, Gadget City... They, he goes back to his buds, and they're doing their rent and bill calculations on an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, because they're dumb, you see.
You're going to have to get a job. You mean like a job job? Yeah. And oh, what, what are the jobs he, he tries out for, guys? Auditions for Annie. Mm-hmm. I will say that I liked that part. Why? Because they beat the shit out of him? <laughs> no, I just yeah. thought it was self-aware that he understood that he looks like a little redheaded girl. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, I didn't care for the part where he... Uh, uh, tests out condoms. Uh, no, see, that's another thing that they're trying to convince us that he's like sexy, irresistible. <laughs> yeah, because like, look at the girl that sits up next to him. Because he basically tests out condoms by having sex with a woman. Ha ha ha! And her father is the boss of the company, and that mm. woman is a a twenty five. Like <laughs> she 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 in no way is hooking up with Carrot Top. <laughs> He also becomes a crash test dummy. Yeah, which I have but to. Unfortunate. I have to say, I feel like he would be a great crash test dummy. Yep, I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't sing any songs though. <laughs> I don't think he'd get the uh, the deepness in the voice. <laughs> None of those jobs work out, guys, because he can't work a job. Job, he's carrot top. So he's driving along and he sees an old man broke uh, his car broken down on the side of the road and ladies and gentlemen it's uh, veteran actor Jack Warden I was gonna say the grandfather from Problem Child oh wow <laughs> I love your examples <laughs> Got it. you're really like explaining them to the, to the young folks out there <laughs> you know what read a book uh, look this shit up. Read I'm the... not gonna hand your hold your hand the whole, this whole time. And by book he means Problem Child, the novelization. <laughs> so he's helping this old dude again. Probably gives him poison carrot juice. <laughs> yeah, he says the bl- blender setup he has in the car is ingenious. I beg to differ. Yeah, that looks like a, a disaster. Unwieldy. <laughs> <laughs> so he had oil in his mouth. That was gross. You know what? And he tore that engine apart. He took out a piston. And got flattened and survived. Yeah. He he, he probably would have been dead from just the ingesting motor oil. But, no, they had to drop a car on him. Yep. And I was really hoping in the the alternate cut of this movie, the credits would just go there. (laughs) Old Jack Warden wants to go shred a few waves. Right. Did you think that when he said that, when he was like, I gotta go shred a few waves, and he winked, that he was talking about getting laid? I thought that it was, um, sorry, he was using the wrong verbiage, but I'm not the extreme sports experts. I think we really should go with Jericons. Is he indeed using <laughs> shred waves in the proper manner? It's not a phrase that I would use, right? but I knew what he meant. Well, because usually when you're shredding, you're... It's it's a part of thrashing, and you'd, you'd be skateboarding, wouldn't you? This might be the spiritual sequel to thrashing. <laughs> I sure hope not. Uh, I have a note about that a little later, actually. Ooh. Oh, dear. I forgot, yeah. about, I forgot about Josh Brolin's cameo, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They accidentally caught him, like, walking from his house, and he was like, no, no, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Uh, wait, it was 1998. He was probably happy for the work, honestly. So, uh, the grandfather from Problem Child, <laughs> he sees Carrot Top's sketchbook, mm-hmm. right, with all his inventions, and, like, 
all the really intricate drawings and flashy ways that he's presenting how this the inventions should work. Why isn't he in like graphic design? <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that he does that he would be well suited for, but doesn't do because he wants to be an inventor. Yeah, he wants to be just like his hero, Albert Einstein. Again, a character named Edison wants to be like Einstein. <laughs> yes. I, I just, that, I was like, what? I mean, if he really wanted to be like Edison, he could just like go around and like steal other people's stuff. <laughs> oh, hot take. Right? <laughs> Get it out there. Get at me, Thomas Edison. Wait, no, never mind. Take that, light bulb loser. <laughs> but it is weird that he wouldn't have a bobblehead of Thomas Edison. Right? I don't know. It's, it's, it's almost like there's things in this movie that are flawed. But yeah, when he opens the book too, when he opens the idea book, that guy, the old guy's like immediately, like he doesn't even look at it for a second. He's like, basically, you're a genius. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, no, he, he, he respects him because he's a, he's a dreamer. He dares to r- put these ridiculous things to paper oh yeah i just mean like his reaction comes very quickly yeah but uh you know we cut away from that and we see edison wearing uh, a a chicken suit uh having just gotten fired yes because he got he got into a a physical altercation uh with his manager yeah a chicken manager's name was peter griffin That's <laughs> how it all started. It's an origin story. Oh, you're making this movie worse. So every time you see a chicken fight on Family Guy, know that it is Carrot Top under that suit. Well, that only works for me if every time the chicken dies. Well, I guess the shit kick at him every single time. I mean, it's a consolation. <laughs> but um, can I just ask... Well, it must be his chicken suit because it lays eggs. It does, and he uses them for payment. Yeah, he tips the delivery guy with one fresh from his butt. Like, <laughs> what? What? I don't understand. This movie makes no sense. Uh, why do I have in all capital letters Rance Howard? Rance Howard? Oh, I think it's... Oh, wait. He plays the the priest later on. Okay, never mind. Okay. (laughs) It's Ron Howard's dad. Okay, now who's the silly one trying to decipher their notes? (laughs) Well, at least it's someone's name. (laughs) Doesn't say, like... I don't know. (laughs) Asshole computer? What? (laughs) Oh, I'd know what an asshole computer was. But... (laughs) Please don't define it. (laughs) <laughs> no if i had a note that's like that really stands out asshole computer oh that's probably what the the computer didn't want to do what they wanted him to do and they were like no nah, i'm just gonna play chess let's blow up the world <laughs> so there's some really quick turnaround from the old man is has died written into mm-hmm. edison into his will and then has a letter sent to edison's address informing him of the funeral mm-hmm. that's 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 really quick Yes. But, okay, okay. And it was a video, Will, so you know that that took longer, the production. Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. Did he film it as soon as he got home? Well, I don't feel like it's, like, the next day type situation. It feels like it's the next day, though. 
It does, <laughs> it, but it's and it's not made clear. It's not filmed I'm, very well, guys. <laughs> well, you think about it. When he left uh, the grandfather from Problem Child, and <laughs> he would have had to go apply for the job to be the chicken, get the interview, get the job, get the suit, work at least one day, and then get into an altercation with Peter Griffin. Also, I have a question. What did the roommates do for work? Because they never seem to have jobs either. I actually have a note that they can clearly afford stuff. (laughs) Yeah, because, like, they said they were bringing in money, and I was like, from what? Like, they're home every time he's home. Uh, They must be doing those... They must be doing those uh, those uh, whipped cream bikini contests from from Jessica Kelly. <laughs> they are the type. At the funeral, we meet Bradford, played by Larry Miller, who is doing his doggone best. Oh, he is doing. He's being Larry Miller to the hilt, and doing everything he can to save this thing. He really is. Uh, honestly, I think even I was talking to Jerrica well, after she watched this movie, and I think we kind of agreed. He's like the only thing closely resembling something positive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, we obviously know he's the villain because he pretends to cry and checks his watch. Classic villain. I knew he was the villain even before that. Like, as soon as I saw his face. <laughs> yeah. When he tried to kind of, you know, cop a feel... On Melrose Place? Yeah. Just like yeah. the second I saw him, I was like, okay, he's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a... It's not a stretch. I mean, if you've got a comedy and Larry Miller's there, he's the villain. See Nutty Professor to the clumps. He's also the villain. <laughs> but he's not But he's not the villain in 10 Things I Hate About You. What? Necessary roughness? Oh, I don't know. He seems no. a villain type. He's, it's like, you know how, he, like, the, the being, like, if you're watching a, an action movie or something dramatic and Ed Harris shows up, Ed <laughs> Harris is the villain. Every single if, time. If you're watching a comedy and Larry Miller shows up, he's the villain. There may be a couple of exceptions, like Jerrica said, 10 Things I Hate About You, apparently he's not the villain in that movie. But every movie I've seen him in, villain. Yeah. It sounds like you're like... If you're Ed Harris in a movie, you might be a villain. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, yes, as noted, it is a video, Will, uh, and they're trying to put the fun in funeral. (laughs) Yep. We also meet Raquel Welch, who's in this movie. Did anybody else think, because it goes Carrot Top saying he needs to find something to wear, and then it cuts to her walking in, I thought that he had dressed up as a woman. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been brilliant no instead he tries to rip a tie off a dead body and someone thinks he's having sex with it right because we the fun in funeral honestly Gotta... it's not that hard to take a tie off no oh, i thought you were gonna say it's not that hard to put the fun in funeral <gasps> i thought you were gonna say it's not that hard to have sex with a dead body <laughs> we are all over the place today aren't we <laughs> all three of those things not difficult is what we're trying to say <laughs> But, um, well, Edison also, uh, or Carrot Top, let's call him Carrot Top, fuck that shit. Carrot Top enters uh, the funeral after he gets a tie or whatever, and he accidentally puts out the eternal flame. <laughs> jokes, jokes, jokes. Yep. Also, I'm pretty sure every time the camera's on Raquel Welch, I think there's like a soft focus thing going on. 
I, I noticed, I, I thought it was like an Elizabeth Taylor type thing where she's like, no, show me the soft focus every time. <laughs> Despite how jarring it is. Yep. Because uh, there's scenes with like her and other characters and they're both in soft focus. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. I thought that she was fine in it though. Like in terms yeah. of her role, she, she was there to have a good time. She was there to be sultry and sexy and then come back for another scene later. Yep. Right. <laughs> That's what she did. Uh, we do, so, so yes, they're at the video well, uh, Carrot Top spills the ashes, so he puts an ashtray in there. He would be, yeah, he would have got his ass kicked out of that building. (laughs) I don't think anyone would have put up with that shit. No, no. I, I love how the video will was almost like a game show. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a big model house. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's it. There's so much editing that went into that video, Will. <laughs> and then we find out, of course, that he's handing over his controlling interest in his company and his money to Caratop. Which gets one quick chuckle for me when Caratop is, like, annoyed. He's like, ah, oh, job. And then he's like, he looks at Larry Miller and is like, you want to switch? And he's like, okay. <laughs> No, Larry Miller gets a surfboard, which <laughs> apparently has all the answers, but I never understood that. Yeah. I don't f- yeah, I think that was supposed to be something, and it never was. Exactly. Like, that's something like, the surfboard has all the answers, then, like, third act reveal, some instruction is written on back of the surfboard or something. Yeah. Or it's got, like, I don't know... A- combination to a safe where his all of his real money was kept or something yeah yeah that's set up like a plot device i i'm guessing uh it was it was in the script and then they just forgot to take out that part at the beginning (laughs) i would also say that uh him bequeathing his fortune or his liquid assets anyways to a fella he met a week ago and went surfing with that would go to court so fast. <laughs> this movie would not happen. It would just be a legal drama about them fighting over the inheritance of the grandfather from Problem Child. <laughs> Jerrica, uh, also legal expert. Is that true? The courts are pretty... They look favorable to Wills. They don't usually like to overturn them. Like, they, would, they could definitely challenge it, but the courts don't like to overturn Wills. Well, that's what I mean. They... they the, the whole thing would be the challenge of the will. That sounds like Triumph of the Will. <laughs> well, that's the prequel. Oh, no! It's the challenge and then the triumph. Oh, no. Caratop is Lenny Riefenstahl. <laughs> yeah, right! <laughs> Good lord. So, I mean, there's some great fast-forward scenes at this point, because they're funny. We got this reoccurring joke that starts too, because like Caratop shows up at his new job, and mm. he dings uh, Bradford's car, which he does like a few more times. Yep. Bradford then threatens the security guard, who also looked familiar. Yeah, I've uh, seen him in a bunch of stuff. I just yeah, he, I think he plays that type of character in all of them. Isn't he like the comic store owner on Big Bang or something? Uh, I don't know. He's another stand-up. I've seen him do stand-up before. Yeah. He's got a good bit about um, yeah, writing a letter to Santa Claus and calling him an anti-Semite. <laughs> okay. You know, as kids do. It's it's actually a pretty funny bit. 
but yeah, but he's in this movie. He's a security guard. Bradford threatens him with white slavery. That's the quote. <laughs> yep. Because uh, he, yeah, he digs his car. Uh, Carrot Top shows up at his new job. And again, more proof that he is kind of a psychopath. He starts breaking down crying over elevator music. You know, because it's so emotional. But that's after he farts and uh, blames the Asian lady. Yes. Like, literally, fart joke, and then immediately into, this song is so sad. Hey, you farted. Like, what? What is going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. So, he goes in, he's, he, we meet the board of directors, and lo and behold, a bunch of old white folks. <laughs> but again, a bunch of old, recognizable character actor white folks. I noticed one. You know, there's, uh, what, Emmett Walsh? Yeah, that's the only one I knew. I know the, uh... One of the one of the other old guys, the one with the mustache and the Wilford Brimley eyebrows, he was from he was in Home Alone. He was the old guy at the airport. Okay. Yeah. But do you realize, Nathan, this is the third movie we've done with M. Emmett Walsh in it? Critters, Cranks, and this. <laughs> All star M. Emmett Walsh. And Rance Howard has been in three movies too. <laughs> oh. anyway this shit happens so yeah we have to get back to this yeah he wins the board over by getting them crazy coffees oh my god but one of them didn't get a coffee he wanted an oj and when he does that it makes a little stabbing oh to show that i know you want oj i didn't even notice that and i'm mad now <laughs> Which, again, this whole thing leads to another fast-forward scene where he's whipping up all the orders for these old guys. This movie is horrible. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. I'm honestly just sitting here thinking about how much I hated it. <laughs> My note at this point was, I really want this to be an earnest movie. <laughs> well. Because here's the thing. With Ernest, if this were an Ernest movie... It would be made in Ernest? Boom, nailed it. <laughs> I hope you trip with your hands in your pockets. I'll take it. Okay, so the reason why I wish it was an Ernest movie is because that the... I guess the, the childishness of it would be more naive and sweet, whereas Carrot Top kind of looks like a predator... And not the kind that versus aliens. <laughs> and also, him trying to win people over and then, and not seeing someone for being like a villain who's an obvious villain would make a lot of sense because he wants to see the good in people and he's sweet and he's naive. He's earnest. He's not Carrot Top. Right. Um, Jim Varney, you left us too soon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jim Varney should should have been in this movie instead. <laughs> yes, or Paul Rubens. I mean, I would handle this being a Pee Wee Herman movie. I thought you were going to say Pauly Shore. That's who the other person was. The, it, when I was talking to that, my friend about this, and he said it was he uh, another person's movie, he thought it was Pauly Shore. And then we looked it up and found out that it was Jim Carrey who had passed on it. It absolutely tracks it to be a Pauly Shore movie, for sure. Yeah, although I don't think Pauly Shore would have passed. I think we'd be like, yeah, okay. 
He might have been doing jury duty at the time. Actual jury duty? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> so we get a lot of plot here at this point. Uh, we learn that Bradford, basically in the will, uh, as a movie plot convenience, if the stock price drops below a certain amount, Bradford, a.k.a. Larry Miller, will take over the company like he wanted to. I'm See, and the first time I watched the, the, this movie, I missed that. Mm-hmm. So I spent the entire movie just, like, not understanding why he was doing what he was doing and just like <laughs> i understood that he was in like a plot with raquel welch but i couldn't figure out what they were doing i only knew because i looked it up <laughs> <laughs> i was also confused i was like what is Ra- where does raquel welch like fit into this i was like so she wants to he wants to mur he wants to sell the company to her but she doesn't want to buy it when it's like worth too much money I guess. Yeah, like, I didn't understand, but I caught it the second time around. Yeah. Well, and I think, so, we also get, uh, there's a foreman, because they're going down to the site where they're putting all these inventions together, I guess. And the foreman is uh, complaining about shitty working conditions. And I think that guy's, like, a recognizable face, too. Uh, Yeah, he was the, he was, like, lieutenant or captain on Rescue Me. So he's He's like a character actor as well. See, okay, I, I might have seen Luke. I was distracted by the fact that he said fatalities have tripled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bradford, like, what does he say? Productivity has doubled since I've gotten here. Fatalities have tripled, but whatever. <laughs> That's fucked. Carrot Top has a hilarious bit of physical comedy, though. It's like Chevy Chase to the max. Is it the post-it thing? Yeah. The sticky note mummy. Gets covered in post-it notes and glue. And doesn't behave like a normal person would do. Like, oh, just get this off me. He just rolls around in post-it notes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and then, you know, he has he has the worst meat cute ever with Melrose Place. <laughs> I like it, though, because she's, like, disgusted by him. <laughs> yeah, until later. Yeah, no. For a moment, she's he, disgusted by he him. He breaks her down psychologically. <laughs> um, did you guys think it was weird that they were... When yes. They, yeah, okay. Obviously. <laughs> uh, everything is weird in this movie. But did you think it was weird when Bradford... So Bradford is, like, showing Carrot Top around. He's like, look at all these inventions. Actually, there's a pretty... There's kind of another funny bit here that I kind of laughed at where he says, Oh, he invented glass? And Bradford is like, yes, it's one of our biggest sellers. And he's like, I've seen this everywhere. Yeah. I kind of thought that was funny, too. Yeah, because Larry Miller sold it. I think that's what it was. Um, But he's making smokeless cigarettes. The e-cigarettes, yeah. Oh, it looked like, well, yeah, but he's making, like, isn't he supposed to be, like, a, a, that's kind of a weird thing to give him. Like a jolly old man is also selling cigarettes to people? Well, it's a smokeless cigarette, so I think he was trying to help people quit smoking. I thought it was just to not, so it wouldn't bother other people. Well, if it's, what's the harmful part of smoking? Tobacco? The smoke. Yeah, but if you're smoking, you're still inhaling it. But it's, if it's a smokeless cigarette, there's no smoke. I, I think that just means it doesn't come off the end of it. No. That's ash. 
Brendan, that would be an ashless cigarette. Well, the picture of it looked like there was a line through the end of it, and meaning the mm-hmm. smoke didn't come out the end of the cigarette. I'm pretty sure it's well, still a cigarette. Because the smoke does come out the end of the cigarette as well. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's still a cigarette. I don't think it's like... I th- they never said anything about like, oh, this is like a fake cigarette. No, but they said it's a smokeless cigarette. Oh, not a tobacco-less cigarette. <laughs> right. He's a merchant of death. <laughs> Don't you remember his cameo in Thank You for Smoking? Sure. Actually, he kind of did look like the guy that was like dying in Thank You for Smoking. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Caretop gets turned on by a mannequin, etc. Head on down to the grimmest R&D section. Yes, research and development where we meet Otho from Beetlejuice. Right? Guy's got to work. Who has R.I.P. Otho? Honestly, like his ideas are awful. Like at this point, I was like, "Let this company fail." Like these people deserve yeah. to go bankrupt. <laughs> they really like do. he deserves to be fired. If like the potty pants and the throw-up shirt are what his ideas Ugh. are. Also, the throw-up shirt is literally just a bag in his pocket. Yep. It's not like I can make that. Why haven't you? Well, I mean, I haven't got. I don't have. <laughs> I don't have the means, guys. I don't have the means. <laughs> but the uh, the bathroom pants were disgusting. How would you even <laughs> sit? How? How? Uh, he said it's for long drives. I'm sorry, you're not getting into the driver's seat with that thing. <laughs> yeah, no, that's for sure. Oh, that was gross. Also, when he's puking, and Caratop's like, mmm, pork chops. And then Larry Miller comes in and says that he can smell them. And then he says, I have a craving for them. Gross. <laughs> uh, but, okay, another part here that made me chuckle. Bradford is uh, going up to see his car, and it's fucked up again. He's on the phone, and he does this bit where he's, like, holding the phone and crushing it at the same time. Actually, I believe... No, I don't have this clip. Never mind, I lied. I did like that the, uh, because earlier when they snapped off the, the hood ornament on his Jaguar, uh, this was them trying to fix it. Yeah. And they used, like, some screws and some duct tape. And... Yeah. But the, the, the bit, the way, the thing, I think the thing that made me laugh is how he's, when he's crushing it, he's like, ah, I'll call you later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying, guys. I think he is. And... This is weird because he goes uh, back to his place where he's supposed to be getting evicted, and he doesn't have any money to pay the rent. That made no sense. Right? Wouldn't there be a bank transfer involved? He owns a $23 million company, I thought. Yeah, all he has to do is call down to Carol in accounting and say, Hey, Carol, (laughs) can you advance me about, you know, two grand so I can pay my rent? And I'm by the way, I own the company. Yeah. So yes, you can. It would probably be like Daryl in accounting and it would probably be like uh, Harlan Williams or something. Yeah. <laughs> just based on the just based on the cast in this movie. Yeah. Like he says, <laughs> like he owns the company, but he says he has to wait two weeks for his first paycheck. Yeah. Take your paycheck out early, buddy. Yeah. You own the company. <laughs> you are the chairman of the board. Of the board. B-O-R-E-D. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 B R A D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But and it's also where we find out that uh, they apparently uh, tricked the Zach Ward-looking guy into having sex with Estelle Harris to pay the rent one month. Yeah, that was a weird throwaway gag. Yep. He's like, I think I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I think what I like most about the acting in this film, guys, is this is the subtlety. Yeah. It's you really have to you really see the nuance of the performances uh, throughout. So he takes his uh, roommates to work with him. Mm-hmm. And they are driving Bozo's car from thrashing. <laughs> yes. That's my note. I told you it would, uh, it would come back. That's, yes. It's all I, coming th- together. This movie, I think, exists in the thrashing verse. In the thrashing verse. <laughs> Oh my god. I was just listening to something the other day that was like, what if uh, an actor, all the roles that they played were in the same universe? So maybe it's also part of the Brolinverse? The Brolin, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> his would be a really, in- like his career specifically would be like an interesting look at that. <gasps> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Thanos confronting like the scientist from Hollow Man. And like the kid from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And or young Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. So we get this budding romance between uh Melrose Place and Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. And you know, that makes sense because she'd definitely be interested in this dude. And <laughs> she But uh at first she's unsure of him and we kinda they, they kinda tell him like, look, these guys are gonna go on strike. Because you put all the research and development money in, but you had to take from somewhere, and of course Bradford made sure they took from the workers. Yes. And to which Keratop says, "You work eight hours a day. No wonder you're striking." <laughs> which is okay. It's okay. I respect it. Are we turn? This is a great movie. I changed my mind. <laughs> no, uh, but then Keratop, of course, comes up with a solution. And how does he do that? Ah. Uh... I have a I have dong xeroxing here, so I mean I don't think that's it though. <laughs> no. No, he looks at his lady arms, and his little like totem pole things he has on his bed. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Okay, everyone, you all have a stake in the company." And everyone's just immediately happy. Patty was watching this, uh, with me, in and out. I mean, she was not on board to watch the whole thing but at one point she just was looking at the movie with a disapproving look on her face like an upset mother (laughs) i thought you were gonna say and we haven't spoken since (laughs) (laughs) not angry at you movie i'm just disappointed oh that's even worse (laughs) uh so carrot carrot top has this big shindig Wherever he's like, we're gonna have Luau Wednesday, and this is where I'm gonna bring this up because I talked to, I mentioned this to Jerica, I think. Do you know who's credited to be in this movie and is not in this movie? No. Okay, if you go to the IMDb, Wikipedia, basically anywhere where they list the cast for this movie, it lists Little Richard as himself. Really, Little Richard is not in this movie. <laughs> So I'm wondering if he was supposed to be in this scene, like as like singing, and he showed up. Because when yeah. when you watch the trailer, there's a singing scene that isn't in the movie. 
Yeah. And so I think that he was, I think he performed. Yeah, so everything you see that made the cut of this movie, Little Richard (laughs) did not make the cut. But Outhouse Slacks did. (laughs) Outhouse Slacks. That's what he calls it. Portable Outhouse Slacks. (laughs) Anyway, so there's a thing, the movie thing... We're very stupid, apparently, because the movie has to tell us, like, has a character say, he's really a great guy, isn't he? (laughs) Oh, we're supposed to think he's good. Oh, okay, I was confused. (laughs) But anyway, let's let's move along. Bradford uh, breaks into Karatov's office and finds his little invention book. And, uh, you know, a little light bulb goes off. Not not like not unlike the light bulb in Carrot Top's head through a Rube Goldberg device. Oh my god. That <laughs> whole thing. It it made me weirdly satisfied, but I still hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm a sucker for those things. <laughs> so Bradford is like, you know, taking taking Carrot Top out to tennis. He wears a he decides to wear a skirt at first. Oh. I thought that was kinda of funny, I don't know. <laughs> Well, wait, you mean how Bradford is like, yo, for a Slenderman, you kind of like, I can't go over there change. Larry, again, is doing his damnedest. And I do find that the the parts where he is supposed to be like the straight man infuriated by Carrot Top work great. We are Larry Miller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was rooting for him the whole time. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Oh, uh, but anyway, they play tennis, and he kicks Carrot Top's ass at tennis. Bradford, this scene is almost like this scene is unnecessary. It does nothing. No, yeah, it, it, we get to see Larry Miller drink sweat, so there's that, and that's an important part of the plot, I guess, right? Yep, and we get the pervy tennis lessons uh, by. Okay, so yeah, Bradford gets knocked out by tennis balls. He he leaves him laying in the sun till he gets help. But of course, Caratop gets distracted by the beauty of, ladies and gentlemen, hey kids, it's Cindy Margolis. She was big in the 90s. Yeah, so I'm saying another, another weird cameo. Yep. And I don't know why this is here, so Caratop can ogle Cindy Margolis for a while. They can make a joke about them smoking after tennis. Hilarious. And then, of course, there's the whole thing where... He was distracted by her, so Larry can get, you know, all those tan lines on his face. Yeah. Because he, when he gets knocked <sighs> out, they try to save them, and they put a tennis racket on his face, and he gets sunburned. It's all, all ex- like, a, like he's got fishing nets on his face. Come on, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, let's, let's put another fart joke in here. <laughs> yeah. How many fart jokes in that in that uh, ten minute block do we have? Three. We'll add some more in. Yeah. What, um, Jerica? I have a question specifically for you. Okay. This is interesting. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the invention from Otho that uh, men can wear the little like boob invention? I mean, I'm not like offended by it. Yeah. No, I didn't think so. My note was that was already a thing in 1998. I I I don't know why I wrote this. I think I had been drinking, but I wrote that. Oh, I, I was. I thought they were calling it "Milky Tits for Men." 
<laughs> I don't think that was what it was called. Though. I don't think so either, but I don't know the name. Yeah, no, probably not. Can no. we double check the movie? Can we double check the movie right now? You go right ahead. Okay, we'll be right back. And we're back. It wasn't it. Okay. <laughs> there was one line, though, in the tennis scene that I cannot overlook. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes! And that is where Carrot Top says that he fucked farm animals. Ugh! It's not a joke about how he fucked farm animals. It's a confession that he fucked farm animals. <laughs> yep, because he says he looked in his idea book, and Carrot Top says, like, uh... Okay, I was young and naive. Those farm It's about the farm animals. I was young and naive and lonely. And, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Terrible, terrible, terrible. Ugh. I actually think it was at this point that I noted that Carrot Top looks a lot like a cross between uh, Kathy Griffin and the Eric Stoltz in The Mask. <laughs> oh, you mean Mask. Mask, yeah. Okay, Sorry, I was like, did I say the mask. Yeah, I, I was like, mask. who did he play in the mask? No, mask, mask. <laughs> the one was Cher and Sam Elliott. Cher, when she puts on the mask and becomes a green, right? <laughs> uh, don't confuse those movies, guys. Sorry, I'll I'll retract. He looks like a cross between Kathy Griffin and uh, Rocky Dennis. There you go. There you go. Don't watch the wrong one, guys. <laughs> it's like room and the room. Yeah, that's right? a that's yes. a big difference there. Or uh, crash and crash. Both of them are crap, but in different ways. <laughs> Very different movies. <laughs> I actually want to see the one about the car accident victims. <laughs> I think I saw parts of it when I was younger because they used to play it on like Showcase because that was like the mm-hmm. sexy channel. Yeah, it's a Cronenberg, so it gets their Canadian content up. Uh, so, uh, Carrot Top finally convinces Natalie, uh, Natalie, Melrose Place, to go on a date with him. They finally mm-hmm. convince her. And what they go to a museum and pose in one of those, like, exhibits as a cowboy and Native American. I'll say it's about as culturally sensitive as uh, Johnny Depp in Lone Ranger. I thought you were going to say Troop Beverly Hills. Oh. At the very least... At least Melrose Place didn't try to do an accent in this movie. Right. Um, but I do want to play a, uh, the only clip I have, because fuck this movie. But <laughs> <laughs> most of it's, like, visual anyway. But I want to play a brief clip, because this is um, one of the worst acting moments, and it actually comes from Melrose Place here. Okay, play it. <laughs> play it, but it, I feel like it's the part that I muted during the actual movie. I, oh, I don't know. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, I don't blame her. Here we go. They're, they're, they have, they're in the museum and they just discovered one of those like static electricity balls. What's that? That is for making monsters. <laughs> no, actually it's to demonstrate static electricity. Watch what happens when you put your hands on it. Go ahead. <laughs> Look at your hair. Look at your hair. Mine hasn't changed, has it? <laughs> oh, this is fun. I'm glad you did this. <laughs> Her like, oh, this is fun. 
<laughs> that that was like the end of the day, and she was like, "Okay, listen, this is all I got left. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I left Melrose Place for this. Literally left Melrose Place and made this movie. Sorry, Jerrica, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm glad that that you did not play the part of the movie that I thought you were going to play because which I thought you were gonna which pl- was I thought you were gonna play the burping scene. Oh no, God! Oh, with no. the burping which nuns. I thought was <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> and let's just talk about that real quick because I thought I was like, so she she's trying to show that she had burping contests with her brothers or whatever, but. I think she meant to say that she turned into Linda Blair because that that sounded like she was possessed. That did not sound like burping. And it's also at that point that we see the guy with the chia hair. Butterbean. Is it seriously? It's fucking Butterbean. No. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. <laughs> A year before he knocked out Bart Gunn, Nathan. What? I didn't recognize him with the with the chia head and where he plucked the flower out for the pretty lady there. Wait, wait. Who should be more embarrassed? Bart Gunn for getting knocked out in like 10 seconds or Butterbean for being in chairman of the board? Uh, Butterbean, 100%. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. I, I, they, when they were... The part where they were looking at the pictures of people, inventors, um, were they supposed to be riffing... Or were they legitimately saying these people are these people and they did this? Uh, you mean when they said Alexander Graham Bell, if it wasn't for him, there'd be no psychic hotline? Right. I don't know. They showed a picture of Nikola Tesla and they said it was Jethro Tull. Mm, I, that was... The delivery was all over the place. I had no idea what they were going for. Yeah. I feel like that was the day the director wasn't on the set. So mm. Carrot Top was like, no, don't worry. This is how it's going to go. Ugh. But, guys, we get his best invention ever at this point. His brain? What? <laughs> when he's thinking it all out to get the uh, Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. That's his best invention? No, his best invention is the TV dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. You Ugh. say TV dinners already exist. Not this one. It comes with an actual TV, which this movie is just like, oh yeah, obviously this would never work because it can't go in a freezer or a microwave. And they're like, no, no, we, uh, you know, it's fine. $6 for a portable TV. That lasts four hours. Yeah. How are you getting a signal on that thing? This is Republican humor, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Doesn't matter. Let's the waste involved. Let's make some money. I think I think Carrot Top is a Republican, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think next election Trump's going to go for the Carrot Top endorsement. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's how you win, right? Well, he's going to have like all these props and stuff. <laughs> yeah. If I wasn't president, this happens. He just like sets a little globe on fire. <laughs> well, then you get Gallagher to smash it. <laughs> Oh, God, can you imagine a double shot of them? <laughs> oh, man, that'd be awful. Uh, I would almost rather watch, mm, I'm going to say 10 minutes of a Larry the Cable Guy movie. So anyway, the TV dinner thing is like, it's stupid. And it, it's a huge seller because uh, Bradford tells him, don't do any product testing, just launch it. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's because that's what people do. Yeah, and he's like, okay, it's on the shelves tomorrow, basically. Yeah. there, There's lots of... 
there's lots of hilarious jokes here, guys, of people using the TV dinner. There's prisoners and dude eating a plastic rat. President Bill Clinton. Oh my god. He gives him a, a garbage can full of pornography. Do you get it, guys? Because he, he's a womanizer? Huh? Yeah. And the the guy who took the uh, garbage can full of pornography, was that Will Forte? <laughs> I don't think so. Does it look like Will Forte? I do want to say this, though, guys. I'm just really glad that that level of shame is nowhere near the White House anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That was a different time. I'm glad we're past it. We said comfortably ensconced in Canada. (laughs) (sighs) But the TV dinner is a success, and we know that because of the champagne tie that uh, Carrot Top has. Yes, and he also starts rocking on top of an inflatable pony, which made me uncomfortable because of the animal fucking joke earlier. Right. Like, no, he's getting off on that. (laughs) He's like, I wish this was real. Yeah. And then they have a th- th- uh, his check bounces. His rent check bounces. It does. Because he tried to pay for a whole year. Yeah. But, I mean, shouldn't he have like a bajillion dollars in his account? At least by now. I mean, <sighs> not just because of the success of the TV TV dinner, mm. but by now I'm sure that the uh, grandfather from Problem Child, his... Funds have been transferred over to Carrot Top. Has to be. Does this movie take place over the course of an afternoon? Like, what the fuck is going on? That would be an amazing uh, twist, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, five o'clock, end of the day. <laughs> Good first day, everyone. Yeah. What? <laughs> um. So. So now Carrot Top is like a huge dick, apparently. But mm-hmm. they don't do anything with that. So here, here's here's the thing. So I actually thought that this was going to go this way. So we get a guy on TV saying, oh, I had the TV dinner and it's got so much radiation that it turns his whole body green. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know the twist coming up. Spoiler alert is that it's like the glow gunk stuff that Bradford stole and got the guy to put on his body to make it look like the microwave things were ra- were radiated or had it yes. yeah you know what i'm saying but mm-hmm. what i thought was actually going to happen was that he just got too big for his britches and he actually did fuck up because i think they were kind of heading that way because he was get like he was full of himself didn't test yeah. the product and i was like oh okay so he didn't test it properly and that's going to be his downfall like wouldn't that make like a little bit of sense it would make a little bit of sense, but I feel that um, not a whole lot of learning goes into, or morals, rather, like the moral of the story type situation, doesn't happen when you get a movie involving Carrot Top. <laughs> oh, We're not talking Aesop's fables here. It's a <laughs> Carrot Top movie. Oh, good lord. Aesop, whoever it is, just rolled over in his or her grave. <laughs> Shit goes south for him at this point. Mm -hmm. Stock prices plummet. Bradford is like, well, I get to take over now. You're fired. Banned from the property. Carrot Top gets evicted and is laying in the sand and shit on by birds. (laughs) Uh, Of course, we get the, uh, the, the, the morons figure out that the glow gunk... The whole glow gug thing is that Bradford used that instead, and the guy didn't actually have radiation poisoning, so it's a big scheme. 
the villain succeeds credits right <laughs> no okay. no we're still got still got time god damn still it got, well stop talking about <laughs> no unfortunately bradford is in the company he's about to take over he has raquel welch there ready to sign over the company um there's a weird oh, wait mo- no we can't run over the edicts that he starts um handing out Oh, if everybody's balder than me, and, you have to be balder yeah, than Yeah, anybody me. who has more hair than me is fired. Yep. However, <laughs> you will be reconsidered if you shave it to have less hair than me. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Still, he's probably, if he if he's not, I mean, obviously he's selling it, but he would probably run the company better than Carrot Top. Absolutely. That's well, all. he doesn't plan on running it. No. We find out, as you said, he's planning on signing it over to globe corp or whatever it was called and i will reiterate just sell it (laughs) those (laughs) those old dudes will be fine yeah but m emmett walsh does threaten uh to kick raquel welch's ass he says i'd like to take the high road to your ass with my shoe and she says i might enjoy that it's a weird kink well, you know, live your best there life. There was also a line around here where someone says, jerk me off and send me, or, and meet me at the moon. Yeah, the, the, the older dude. Well, yeah, because there was that runner between him and Bradford where Bradford keeps calling him super old. Right? He just, mm-hmm. he says like, oh, you're shitting your pants basically at one point. So guys, we, uh, I guess we skipped over to the invention that kind of saves the day here. But there's something called a bull shirt. Yes. And it makes fart noises when you're lying. Mm-hmm. And um, we find out for some reason um, Larry David is... Well, no, that's later. <laughs> Larry David! So Larry David. Larry Miller. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say? Larry Miller is wearing the bullshit? He's wearing it. He's yeah. wearing one. But we find that out later. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. No, spoiler alert. Even though it makes no Christ. sense that he's wearing it, if you actually pay attention. but Yes, right? Right? He, he gets his own shirt yeah, out of his own He takes it closet. off the hanger, whereas the bullshit is thrown like in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he has like 10 bullshirts made. Was there supposed to be a, a joke where someone tricked him into wearing it? Yeah, like I don't know. Something got cut. Not enough. <laughs> this movie was originally two hours and 46 minutes. <laughs> it was originally the same runtime as Avengers Endgame. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Felt like it. This movie. Tell you that. Felt like it. Man, I wish the snap happened at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> but then we would have ended up with, like, Carrot Top. <laughs> it was, like, the only one that yeah, survived. Yeah, because you know... With our luck, he would have survived the snap. <laughs> yep. Uh, Carrot, we're putting together a team. <laughs> God. Just a, a prop comedian's version of the Avengers. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but it'd be like Carrot Top, uh, Gallagher, and like Joel Hodgson, but he would be like reluctant. Because <laughs> he's the only one that's actually talented. <laughs> so... They're signing the paperwork, but Caratop shows up with his buddies just in the nick of time. They dressed as crash test dummies, by the way, to get there. Yeah, because for some reason that gets you uh, through traffic quicker. Yeah, because people see crash test dummies and they're like, oh, better let him through. Yeah. 
They uh, they show up and show that the glow gunk was used and the guy didn't actually suffer radiation poisoning. The board basically threatens him with an SEC investigation for doing that. And Raquel Welch is like, yeah, they'll help throw him in jail because why not? I don't know who my character is. <laughs> yeah, and this is where he starts with all the lying and his shirt's going off. And I'm like, why are you still wearing it? Yeah, after the first fart noise, take the shirt off. Yeah, right? But he doesn't. He leaves it on and keeps farting away as he's lying. There's one point, though, I did notice the uh, the set dressing, the the uh, the weird 90s paintings on the walls in the background. While out of place in a boardroom, I gotta say, some of those designs were kind of cool. I wouldn't mind having, like, a button or a shirt with some of those stuff on it. <laughs> Specifically the 32-cent alligator uh, with the slogan, In Fun We Trust. <laughs> you know, like a fun in, a thing sea to of, have. in a sea of diarrhea, you have to look for that light, right? Right, that ocean of reality. Uh, the island of reality in the ocean of diarrhea. There you go. As Wayne Newton said in The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. <laughs> you know, when I heard that, when we did that episode, I was like, that's where Nathan gets it from. <laughs> But where are we at here? Yeah, so he threatens the SEC violation. The board is like, Bradford, you're fired because otherwise you're just going to go to jail. Yeah, uh, and he's like, oh, so that's how it is? Yeah. <laughs> that's 100% how it is. You suck. <laughs> he runs out of the building. His car has been crushed. Yep. He gets into Carrot Top's car. But oh, wah, wah, the brake thing kicks him in the nuts when he tries to start it. Because that's the club foot. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, um, he just, all he did was take off the steering wheel thing. Wouldn't that have happened to Carrot Top, too? Apparently he knew how to disengage it. I don't know. I guess so. Oh, and then we, so then everything is all hunky-dory. Carrot Top is like, you know what? I'm not going to run this company. I think Natalie, or Natalie, what? I think Melrose Place should run the company. Is the smartest decision. It is, but they have a really gross kiss. They do. I actually have the note, extra gross. It's even grosser because, like, they clearly... She's not into it. (laughs) (laughs) They just, like, put their mouths against each other and then pull away. Smush their mouths together and and make kissing motions. His roommate asks, why does she need CPR? Because he's an idiot and doesn't know what kissing is? Yeah, that's that's a, a pretty high level of idiocy. Yeah. But how do we end this film, guys? <laughs> I literally have written down, what the fuck is the ending? Question mark, question mark. That's fair. That's fair. Carrot Top crashes the surfboard, and there's the old granny landlord, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's gonna give him sloppy mouth-to-mouth. He screams, <sighs> credits... Inspired by Bijan Amin. Who I cannot find anything about. Neither can I. I have no idea. I looked into, like, there was a review online, and they said, I am flabbergasted by that Bijan Iman credit. There is nothing out there. Right? But, like, is this, like, Carrot Top's friend? Is this, like, a person that was like, hey, Carrot Top, you should make a movie? I have no idea. Well, no, because it wasn't a Carrot Top movie. Oh, right. Maybe it was, like, Jim Carrey's girlfriend at the time. The funny part is, like, when you watch the trailer, the end scene of her kissing him is in the trailer. Yeah. It's just, like, 
That's so it's... dumb. <laughs> Ramp yourself up for this. <laughs> this movie sucked. Hard. I don't think I need to ask if anyone recommends this movie. No, no, no. Because Jericho's a solid recommendation, I know. No. Oh, okay. Are you sure? I'm very sure. All right. I will recommend <gasps> that there be provisions put into the Geneva Convention to exclude this movie from being used in the interrogation of war criminals. It's basically uh, waterboarding. Yes. <laughs> but worse. <laughs> So, guys, we are going to take a brief break, and we will be right back. What Were They Thinking is brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a leading provider of shared, reseller, VPS, and dedicated hosting solutions. Award-winning support is available 24-7, 365 days a year via phone, email, and live chat. Discover why over 9 million websites trust HostGator. Use the coupon code SCHLUCK for 25% off your first purchase. That's SCHLUCK. S-C-H-L-O-C-K for 25% off your first purchase. What Were They Thinking is brought to you today by GameItAll.com. Whether it's video game news, the latest in music, or movie reviews, GameItAll.com is your one-stop shop for all nerdy talk. Nathan, this movie wore me down. Well, you can take some solace, Brendan, in knowing that when you listen back to our podcast, you'll get paid no, you're crazy. Well, that is true. It does not take away from the fact that my statement is also true. Have you heard about PodCoin? Uh, no, tell me more. Well, it's the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Huh. It's real simple to use. Uh, you can get it on Android device. You can get it on your iOS, uh, straight from the Apple Store or the Google Play. You download it. You still with me? Yeah. Okay. You download it, and then every time you listen to a podcast, you get pod coins that you can use to get uh, gift cards for Amazon and other places. You can also donate that uh, money that they, you would get paid. You can donate it to worthy causes through charity. And you'll feel better about having sat through talking about the most ridiculous movie that we just talked about. But, but... I do want to know, is there any benefit to people that listen to this podcast for signing up for PodCoin? Funny you should mention that, Brendan, because if you want to sign up to PodCoin and uh, use our promotional code, WWTTPD, so like, you know, the what were they thinking police department, you can get 300 bonus coins just for starting and using our code. Just for signing up? Just for signing up. And again, like I said, you can put it towards gift cards or if you want to be charitable and donate to a worthy cause, that's totally up to you. Now, if I've already signed up, can I still benefit from that code? I believe so, yes. So, I mean, it's the sky's the limit. Uh, You can be... Uh, you can get yourself some cool stuff from Amazon. Uh, you can show the world that you care by giving it over to charity. Totally up to you. But you know what? You're going to be listening to the podcast anyways. So why not get a little change in your pocket? What were they thinking? And we're back. Okay. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen. It's now time for the low haiku. 
Uh, yes, the low haiku, where we put on our best NPR voices, make the best mouth noises, and express in 17 perfect syllables how this movie made us feel. Indeed. Jerrica, as our guest, would you like to read a low haiku? Sure, I would. <clears throat> Fetus carrot top. Worst movie I've ever seen? All of them. So dumb. Very good, very good. Nathan, do you have one? Do you have one all set to go? Yes, I do. Okay. Why is Carrot Top should be Ernest P. Worrell, or at least Pee-wee. Very good, very good. Very good. Thank you. <clears throat> I apologize for my tone during the haiku. Oh my God, the pain! Make it stop! Make it stop, please! No, 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 no! Very theatrical. It's very, very good. Very good. It it represents my true feelings. It's good art. Good <laughs> art. Hey, we're back. <laughs> Brendan's doing his best carrot top impression. Oh no! I'm the worst. I'm the worst ever. I hate me. <laughs> Uh, guys and gals, we, uh, we talked about what we thought about this movie, but we, what do we always say? What we always say... Don't take a word for us! Do not, because, you know, this wasn't super well received. Nope, uh, 13% on the tomato meter, mm-hmm. 18% audience score. So what you're saying is audiences loved it, while critics only kind of liked it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, there are no critic reviews yet from Chairman <laughs> of the Board, so keep checking Rotten Tomatoes for updates. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're jumping straight into the snake pit. Oh boy! All Audience right. reviews. Well, from I'm gonna start with a real nice short one. Okay. From Leo L, gave it four stars. No. Oh. Hilarious. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> I've got another four star review for you. Okay. Okay. Carrot Top is hilarious. This is the only thing I can re- really recall ever seeing him in, but he proves himself to be an entertaining comedian. I wish he would have starred in more movies. Expect a wild and zany time here. This is an extremely underrated and unique comedy that everybody should see once. First and only full viewing, 8-30-2008. <laughs> Don't know why that detail is necessary, but there you have it. I do have another person here who didn't leave their name. I don't know why, because this review is spot on. Mm-hmm. Gave it half a star. Maybe it's because I don't think you can give zeros. Real quick. 
Norm Macdonald was right. <laughs> yup. Mm-hmm. I think that was written by Norm Macdonald. <laughs> uh, Jericho, do you have a review you'd like to read there? There's a five-star review. Ooh. And it just says, Carrot Top, you son of a bitch, you did it again. Um, I've got one here that's, uh, it's a, it's another five-star review. It says, LOL, dot, 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 I saw Chairman of the Board three weeks ago, and I can't stop laughing. I love, quote-unquote, carrot-top humor and things. <laughs> what the fuck is carrot-top humor and things? <laughs> that's his variety show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway I have a uh, I want to see it Okay Review Jamie T says He wants to see it Only because my cousin's in it Nice <laughs> Doing a solid for the fam It's M. Emmett Walsh's cousin <laughs> Who is like Wasted in this movie by the way Not that he's drunk It's just that he's not used ever in this he's movie He's not used properly yes Yeah Another one review here says half a star, and it just says, like a Rob Schneider film, but without the subtlety. Ha! Well, you know what? Evan M. had a uh, different opinion. He gave it five stars. It's no good burger, but it has forged its own special place in our hearts. Just like Ringworm. Uh. Hookworm, rather. (laughs) Don't speak for me, sir. (laughs) Jerica, you got another one? This one is... This is the first time a movie made me want to cry and throw up. I felt physically sick watching it. It had no charm, intelligence, and no respect for the audience. Five stars. <laughs> Written by Jerica. <laughs> uh, okay, and then I just... Just this uh, last one here. Last couple here. They're real quick. And then if you got any more, you can, you can bestow them upon us. Uh, this one just has no rating, and it says, Who would have thought Myra Breckenridge would be the second worst Raquel Welch movie? <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one uh, says, and I am reading this verbatim, In the Army Now is a good movie if you're watching it at 1am, and Chairman of the Board is so bad that it's good, and I love Popeye! Two and a half stars. <laughs> Random. A, wow. I got one from John T. He gave it two stars, and I think John T. is a little confused. John Travolta? This... <laughs> well, no. No. Oh, I was hoping you were going to do a Travolta. <laughs> I... Whoa. No. Um, <laughs> this... <laughs> At the same level of jury duty and son-in-law. If you like Carrot Top, you might like this. I think he thinks Carrot Top is Polly Shore. <laughs> Two stars. Well, I mean, yeah, you're wrong, John. John Turtletop, <laughs> director of National Treasure. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that just about says what we have to say. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, I guess I will say. Well, I guess I will say. Thank you, Jerrica, for watching this wonderful film with us. Don't worry, the next movie we do together will be a lot more fun. An extreme! Extreme!
yeah, this movie wasn't that extreme. Extremely bad. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> but we come to the end where we're going to plug our stuff right now. That sounds terrible. But before as we As soon do... as I get a hint? So, yeah, that's what I mean. I was going to say, before that, Nathan. No, you're covering. What is your hint for our next movie in two weeks? Finally, a real scientist. Boom. So, uh, Montrose, would Montrose Monkington be there to, uh, you know, plug? Yep. Hello! It's your good friend Montrose Monkington III, Esquire from Bananashire upon Hampton in the great country of England. And I am here to uh, invite all of you who are, for some reason, listening to people talk about chairman of the board. I really hope you're doing it with Podcoin so you can donate that to, to a worthy cause. But I digress. Uh, I'm inviting you to check out my YouTube channel, Montrose Milkington TV. Uh, you can also uh, pal around with me on Facebook uh, on, in the group Montrose Milkington III Esquire and Friends. And then, of course, you can also uh, tweet at me uh, on the Twitter uh, at Montrose the third. That's the number three RD. Uh, thank you. More later. And of course, you can find us on all the, uh, the social medias. We're on Twitter at, and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, just, just search the name of our podcast. We're on all the podcatchers iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Podbean. All that good stuff. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash WWTT podcast, Redbubble. Search for us on there as well. And that is about it. Nathan. Yes, Brandon. Uh, actually, Jerrica, do you have anything you want to plug? No. Okay. <laughs> Very deci decisive. Thanks, Manzukas. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter, you guys. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Nathan, do you, uh, I mean, I can't see why you would, because this is pretty perfect, but do well, you have, like, any questions? Uh, yeah, I mean, just a couple. Okay. And, and a movie that was clearly not uh, a vehicle for the intended main star, now you can't see the air quotes that I'm throwing up there, but... <laughs> I see them. Uh in a movie where it really felt like uh, a lovable manned child uh, should have been the focus, uh, not on like a Pee Wee Herman or Ernest P. Worrell. Uh, but in, and in a movie where Larry Miller and Emmett Walsh and a plethora of other fine, talented character actors are doing their damnedest to save this absolute celluloid abortion. I just have to ask. Mm -hmm. $10 million? What were they thinking? If you've ever found yourself scrolling through the recommended movies on streaming services and wondering if any of those are worth your time, I'm here to help. Hi, I'm Erica, host of Customers Also Watched, a podcast about movies on Amazon Prime. I started with one movie from my own watch list, and from there, each episode, I grab a friend or two, and we discuss a movie from the customer's also watch list of the previous episode's movie. 
follow on Twitter at CAW Podcast and Facebook or Instagram under Customers Also Watched. Available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. See you down the rabbit hole. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one-life plot holes, a gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy at eilfm.podbean.com